0: Welcome to the Here to Evolve podcast. I'm Josh.
1: And I'm Alessandra. And in this podcast, we take topics from both health and fitness, as well as the business side of things.
0: We run two businesses, SD Evolution and Fit Coach Pro, and have a pretty unique perspective because we've had a lot of success, but we are not quite at the top of the food chain yet.
1: Our mission is to help break down these topics so you can learn in an easy to digest manner and apply them into your daily life.
0: In today's episode, we will be discussing how to set up your ideal environment. But first, new listeners, you don't know the deal because you're new. If you enjoy this episode, if you appreciate it, if you got something from it, go back and listen to a whole bunch more. Go listen to all of them, every single one, and then leave us a quick five-star review during some part of that when you feel like you've gotten enough value. Returning listeners, if you have listened to more than three episodes and have not yet left a review, please do so. You guys have been doing great with this. If you are not on that bandwagon yet, please do so. Share us on social media if you really enjoy part of the episode, blurb about what you liked, tag us, we're going to thank you, start a little conversation if you want. But diving in, creating your ideal environment, what does that even mean? It can mean a lot of things and we've discussed in previous episodes You know the environment that's going to be most conducive to your success. So for those of you focused on health and fitness, for example, it could be a really well organized pantry. It could be a home gym, you know, whether it's in your garage or your basement or a dedicated room. Um, today is going to be a little bit more lifestyle. I mean, we've talked about those things, and I'm sure we're going to hit on them in small pieces during this episode. Um, but specifically, and the one that I am more excited to share at this point in time is the things that we are doing lifestyle based, and the things that are keeping Kai away from technology and you know, getting out, getting dirty. So. Um, we did a couple little things, little, little, little big things.
1: They're they're pretty big. I would say
0: pretty big. Um, well, one was, one was really big and one was just taking a long time to, to get going. Uh, so the big, big one was our chicken coop. And this was something that we decided we wanted to get some chickens and have our own eggs and stop spending a mortgage payment on eggs because we eat, what was the calculation? I eat you five eat or six five a, a day. day. Five or six depends on what my carb is. If it has enough so protein,
1: that's half a dozen. I eat three a day, and Kai will eat one. Let's just call Not it an even day. ten. So, so ten. About eggs ten a day.
0: eggs a day. So seventy eggs a week. That's uh, crazy. How many dozen is that? Like that? Six. Almost about six dozen. So about sixty bucks a week. About two hundred forty. If they're talking four weeks, three hundred bucks a month on eggs. Fucking eggs and berries, man. Berries are the mini cartons are eight bucks now. It's stupid. Um, So we got some mini berry bushes that aren't doing great.
1: (laughs) They're not feeding our family. (laughs) They didn't
0: grow at all this year. So I'm hoping next year the roots are established. Anyway, we built the chicken coop. We bought twelve chicks. Um, We currently have nine. I guess that's pretty common. You don't you don't keep all of them.
1: Rest in peace, nipples.
0: Nipples just passed. She had cleft beak. So we were wondering when it was going to happen. Scissor beak, scissor beak, scissor me timbers. Um, So she was eating and drinking all day.
1: She was doing, she was thriving. She She was was not
0: thriving. thriving. She was the runt because she was eating and drinking all day. Um, And I think like she would do that, not because she was, well, because she was hungry, but because she was probably getting so little throughout the day. Like she was constantly eating because it took her so long to eat. She probably could only get a couple of those little, little niblets and she probably wasn't getting much out of the ground. Um, just because of the overlap on her beak is very minimal. And I think what did her in is the water. I don't know how much water she could actually scoop in that beak and drink. So I think that's probably what finished her off. Unfortunately, um, her last day, she was the second to last day. I noticed her moving pretty slow. She was still in the coop when everyone else came out in the morning. And she's always first, like she's running around, chasing us, chasing Kai. Like she's, she had a lot of personality. Um, I said I wouldn't get attached to these things, but she was cool. And Kai loved her. And then the last day she was sitting under the hen house. There's a little, I have the the run and then the hen house and they can actually run um, under the hen house as well. So there's a, just like a little, little area under there. So she was under there, keeled over. I thought she was dead. They were pecking her. They were starting to dig at her. So I went over there and she was still moving a little bit. So then I felt really bad. Um, and then I brought her over to our weeping willow. I put her under there in the shade. So I let her go off in peace without getting pecked to death. Um, so she was just, hanging out over there. So sad story. That was the third one we lost. The first two were when they were chicks. They just decided they didn't like the other two. They were the runts. They pecked them to death. These little fuckers are vicious, but spent a couple months and a few grand on building this beautiful coop for our living chicks, chickens now. Um, and this was really just about the eggs. Like we wanted to do a little homestead. Thought it would be cool to, to start there. Um, and it turned into a Kai thing. Like Kai loves his chickens and if I'm working out, I didn't work out before he got up for that day, if it's the weekend or whatever. He's like, hey, Daddy, can I go play with the chickens? Sure, that's fine. So I'll, I'll walk out and check on him every few minutes between sets and he is either like feeding them grass or if we give him a bag of arugula or kale or something just feeding laughing giggling he'll, he'll make them be- jump
1: he literally makes them jump i've never seen a chicken jump first of all i didn't know they could do that but he like has taught them tricks he runs back and forth you can just hear his giggles like i could hear him from inside the house favorite sound in the world when he is out by the chickens and even though that was not our intent with get with starting this chicken coop I would say that's been the best part of this so far.
0: Hands down. It was not our intent it wasn't even a thought. It's like maybe he's going to want to pet the chickens once in a while. He daddy, can I go say good morning? Can I go say good night to the chickens? Like when I say during my workout, he will be there laughing the entire time by himself for, you know, if I'm doing a lift and some cardio and whatever. He'll be out there for an hour, an hour plus. And I still have to drag him inside after that. Like that's how much fun he's having with these things.
1: So if you can't afford daycare and you can't afford a nanny, get some chickens and you will be all set.
0: <laughs> get a $500 coupe from Tractor Supply, throw something up, get a little fence.
1: They will be entertained for hours. Hours, hours
0: and hours. So the second part of that is the remainder of the day was the uh, the playscape. And this was something I... Initially was planning on building, and then after I read the reviews, I had no intention of building because one person, 20-something hours, supposedly handy.
1: We got the Costco one, and yeah, he Josh read the reviews after, after he brought it. it home. And they were, they were not bad in the sense that the actual playscape was bad. It was just like the actual building part that was getting terrible reviews. I did
0: find one review that said it's not that bad if you find the app. So for those of you who want to put anything together, I think this thing has just about anything you can imagine and you just have to put in the item number, B-I-L-T, I I believe, and you just search the product and it will walk you through digitally step by step by step. And the one person who told me, not told me, but wrote the review that they used that, they said one person, I was done in like six hours. which was very encouraging, but I had already hired the company to come out. It took them two months, but they finally came out and did it. And the man, I think Let's you guys told Let's tell that story. So Thomas is the fucking man.
1: You hired this company to come. We eventually got them to come, like, what, a month or two after two. you booked it was them. <laughs> it
0: two months because I bought it before Kai's birthday. We wanted and it, it for Kai's birthday.
1: birthday, yeah. So they were supposed to come on a Sunday morning at, like, 8 a.m. or something, 7 a.m. 7 a.m. It's Saturday morning. We all slept in that day. The doorbell rings or Kona starts barking and we're like telling her to be quiet because sometimes she'll just bark for no reason.
0: Not usually in the morning though.
1: And then the doorbell rings and Josh goes to answer it. We're like half asleep and it's just this one guy standing there. Skinny. (laughs) I don't want
0: to say older. He's probably a little older than my parents. Middle-aged. Middle-aged. Skinny dude. You were confused. what the fuck are you doing on my porch at 6.55 in the morning? okay, like, hey, I'm, I'm Thomas. I'm here for the playscape. I'm like, oh, they said tomorrow. We did
1: not have high hopes.
0: I'm like, did you do you have your crew? Are they coming? He came in a little car. I'm like, is like, is the rest of your team on their way? Nope, just me. <laughs> like, are you, are you planning on being here tomorrow too? Is that why you came a day early? No, I'll be done by 3 o'clock. This dude was cruising all day.
1: Thomas crushed it. And
0: then we went to a birthday party, so we weren't here. But I could see, like... He was going back and forth in front of the shed. We got the cameras outside. Um, He was out of here by like two forty-five.
1: He finished by himself the whole thing. And I I talked about Thomas on my Instagram, and probably five of you guys DM'd me who live locally, and they're like, "Oh yeah, Thomas did our playground too." So he's like known in Connecticut for building great playgrounds. (laughs) Um, He's probably done ours multiple times, which is why it didn't take him very long. But just a funny story about Thomas. Yeah.
0: Crushed. It. I felt like Thomas. a total doofus for not doing it after watching him just blast through it by himself. Like I would have had probably my dad and my brother with me. Um, and he just cruised through it. No problemo. But again, you do something once, it's a lot easier the next couple times. Anywho, so we've got the chicken coop. We've got the playscape out there. And obviously, we can't all afford all of these things, um, right? So Or
1: have the space for this. Or have things. the
0: space for this. But the moral of this mini story here is not that you need to go buy all of these things to have your kids entertain themselves all day. Or for yourself, you, you're single, you're, you know, you need things to do, excuse me. Uh, there are different things we can set up. There are different things we can do through awareness. Through awareness, we can create change. Through, through awareness, we create change. Um, so we become aware. What can I do to set up my lifestyle, to set up my home, to set up the space that I have to create my ideal environment? Well, what is it that you want to focus on? For us, it's being outside. It's prioritizing And this sounds dumb because I'm talking about things we just built, but prioritizing experiences over things. And yeah, we bought a thing, but this is going to be several experiences for a very long time. Experiences over things, setting things up. We want to be outside. We want to be unplugged. We want to have family time, quality time. We want to be, you know, a little, not living off the grid, obviously. We're in the middle of a, it's a town in the sticks, but it's still a a community. It's still a town. We still have things. But less reliance, less reliant on others, less reliant on things, um, you know. especially as stuff just goes to shit, being able to have some things, uh, you know, some eggs, some fruit, some berries. I want to do a garden next year. I was hoping to start it this year, um, but I'm being told I can't start growing things in the middle of summer, which is a real bummer. But that'll be the next stage. And Kai loves all of this shit. We'll go to her parents' house. He loves digging in the garden, p- picking peppers. Sally picked the pot of pickled peppers.
1: But ever since he was little, he's loved being outside. Like when he was first born, I would wake up, I would feed him. And like our morning routine was to go for a walk and he would just be outside. And he was always content being outside. If he was crying, we would take him outside. He would stop crying. So I think, you know, it started from a young age, but also we, we instilled that from a young age is being outdoors and just... You know, not needing, we've never had overflowing amounts of toys. I think there's been periods where we've had more toys than we do now. But just prioritizing him being able to go out and just figure stuff out for himself. The other day we were working out, which we don't usually work out together, Josh and I, just with our schedules the way they are right now. Um, But we were working out together and he was kind of just playing with his toys and without anyone saying anything to him he grabs the watering can and starts going around the yard and watering your your raspberry bushes um and it's just like little things like that like he just appreciates so much being outside he's happier outside he's not fussing around outside versus the days where you know i can think of a few days recently, just being where I'm at in pregnancy and in the first trimester, where we were relying a little bit more on TV, and we get into those cycles too. We're not perfect by any means, but the days where he is watching more TV or has more screen time, he's acting out more. And I personally think that's directly related to him not getting what he needs from being out in nature and relying too much on the television television shows um not saying that those things are bad
0: but it's it's we all know that technology leads not i don't want to say it leads directly but there's a correlation between more screen time and technology and being plugged in and poor behavior um and that like i don't i'm not going to get too sciencey because i haven't dug into this but just like with even adults you're stimulating different brain waves so meditation obviously versus Video games, there are different brain waves, there's different things happening there. So it's not like, oh, you know, they're acting out because they didn't get attention today. There are also, it's part of that, but there's also things that are being triggered literally in their brains and being triggered in different ways from technology on one side of the spectrum and nature on the other. You know, when you're out in nature as adults, as much smaller humans, whatever. You are much more relaxed. You're calmer. You learn better when you were exposed to more nature.
1: I mean, think about it for yourself. Think about, I don't know if everybody can think about this, but maybe a day you went for a hike with people that you enjoy being around versus a day you were inside watching TV all day. Not Maybe not purposely. That's just how it happened. You probably felt a whole lot happier and a whole lot better on the day that you were outside in nature moving your body with people that you like versus the day that you were isolated, scrolling your phone, watching different TV shows, and just kind of by yourself.
0: There's also, I'm going to botch it. I know it starts with an F. I want to say it's not fermented. I want to say fragmented, but maybe I'll Google it when you're talking next. Um, But something to do with, it's like the shapes. When you're out in nature, you're seeing shapes. So visually, you're seeing shapes with this what is this word? I'm going to look it up. But it's something that calms you down. You start you keep talking. I'm going to th- I'm going to look this up.
1: Okay. Well, I don't know where you were going with that, but
0: well, as far as like feeling calmer, like it's an actual <clears throat> result of this.
1: Uh, yeah, Peter I mean, T
0: just talked about it and it was in the book um Comfort Crisis. Right? And I think he Michael Easter introduced it to
1: Well, Peter. even without the official, you know, definition or the official word, I think we can all agree that We just don't feel as good when we're not outside. And that's a proven easy thing that most of us can do. Fractals. Fractals.
0: Fractals. A mathematical term for never-ending patterns. Have a particularly strong calming effect on the parasympathetic nervous system. Studies indicate that looking at fractals increases alpha brain waves as well as blood flow to the parahippocampus and other areas of the brain that regulate emotions.
1: There we go. And they even say, I think... Huberman has a podcast on this too, but like if you're somebody who works on a screen or works on a computer for hours every day, um, it's important to look off into the distance and not just be so, what is it? Um, I'm going to botch it too, but anyway, just to, to, give your eyes a break and look off into the distance, look out a window, look at the horizon versus just looking at your screen all day long. Like that's one simple thing you can do to improve your health. Um, and I think it's your brain activity or something, but the moral of the story is being outside and embracing activities and things that don't necessarily need, you need to spend boatloads of money on. Um, so if you are somebody who, a, doesn't have the space for a chicken coop or a playground or to put anything out in like your yard or you don't have the money for any of these things. You know, what can we do to implement this for those people?
0: Well, this is our this was our story. These are things that are important to us. So we wanted to be outside. We wanted to start a mini homestead. We wanted to have that mini farm. Family quality time feel. That was our goal. That was our 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 ideal environment, which is to kind of bring this full circle. Creating your ideal environment. What is important to you? What is going to make you feel better and allow you to derive the most happiness out of your life? For us, it is this type of scenario, cultivating mindfulness. So we'll circle back into some different ones. But as far as what you could do for these things, you know, even if it's just setting up a little seating area, can you get a couple chairs and a fire pit? You know, whether you're cooking over that or you're just Enjoying some fires at night it, it depends on what's most important to you. So yeah, what's I mean, your budget? and What back, do you want to derive in regards to happiness out of this life
1: thinking back to when we were renting? We were in a duplex um, we weren't allowed to dig or do anything to the yard that we did have so Right before Kai was born actually we went to Target and bought just like a nice little chair a little bench thing um, To go with our fire pit. We put some plants out there and kind of made it just a little outdoor sanctuary on our tiny, tiny back porch that we had. So, again, looking at what we have now, don't be, um, what's the word, not frustrated, but like uh, pregnancy brain. I guess overwhelmed, but discouraged, I guess, that you can't still reap the benefits. Like, figure out what is going to be important to you as far as what your environment looks like. There's also a million ideas if you go to pinterest um like if you type in like back porch
0: aesthetic
1: or something um there's so many things that come up but getting little fairy lights kind of just making it a feel-good place for yourself um somewhere you can meditate somewhere you could relax somewhere you could somewhere you could just be outside so you have options and and you just you just have to get creative
0: now let's just say Okay, you're not into the homestead, the mindfulness thing. That's not what you're focused on right now for maximizing your space with. Are you trying to get in better shape? Do you have space for a bench and a couple dumbbells, the adjustable dumbbells? So being efficient with that space. Are you going to build out a full home gym in your garage or your basement or a dedicated room? Getting a treadmill. You don't have those things. Can you get just the dumbbells? Can you get a yoga mat? So you're just you know prioritizing movement. Now, the concept with this, is setting yourself up for success. And this is what our previous episode was discussing in regards to um, allocating your environment, setting up your environment to be more conducive for success in whatever it is that you're working on. So you can go back and listen to that full episode, but these are just the highlight real points. You want to have these spaces, these dedicated spaces that essentially serve as the reminder. They bring awareness, bring awareness to create change. So you don't have to go to the yoga studio every time. You know, maybe you're signed up for, uh, for a membership for a gym or yoga, Pilates, whatever it is, maybe you're not, but you can have these accessory days if you are signed up, or all of your workouts and your flows at home. Just in this one little, if it's not an entire room, it's a corner of the room. You've got some candles, you've got a blanket, you've got a mat, you've got a meditation pillow. Um, if it's work, can you dedicate this one corner of a room or this one small room to being your office? Um, you know, you want to be more productive on the weekends. You want to work harder on your business. You want to get that promotion at work, climb the corporate ladder. This space is specifically for work. This is my, my, uh, productivity center. You can have some cool posters in there. Some things that inspire you. Doesn't matter what it is. Just anything that's going to be more conducive to you being more productive to you putting out better work. So whether it's work, whether it's health, whether it's mental health, so physical health, mental health, whether it's mindfulness, the homesteading era, whatever it is that you want to build around, whatever it is that's going to make you happier, that's going to allow you to achieve the highest level of success and happiness within your life, that's what we're talking about here. Building your ideal environment. Um, so we're just, again, creating awareness of the concept so that you know when you're home, it's not just, that's my couch, that's my bedroom, that's where I sleep, that's where I watch TV, that's where I read. What can you do? That's going to prevent you from spending more money to quote unquote be happier, to fill this this empty space. I'm going to go buy whatever because I'm bored. For me, recently, me specifically, was the bow and arrow and a target. And that's something that I'll bring outside. But if we have a big snowstorm or it's raining, for example, I can also shoot down in the basement. We've got a big basement. I can do that down there as well. And that's going to prevent me from feeling like, oh, I'm bored. What can I go out and buy? This is good for you know my mindfulness, focusing on the breath. A lot of the things that we have here inside, outside, just our entire home is focused on mindfulness, things we can do together, things that can bring us back to our breath, shut down those thoughts and just be in the present moment. So that is the over- overarching theme of, uh, of our setup here.
1: And I just want to add one more thing is if your current space does not support what you want it to don't be afraid of taking things out also like if you have a tv in the bedroom and you don't want to be watching tv before bed take the tv out of your bedroom and sell it um we don't have one in kai's room we we have one tv in our house right now Um, that's just one example but again take don't be afraid to change what you have established already and it might feel weird because that's your comfort that's what you're used to but you can take stuff away to make room for what you want to add in also.
0: So that is the episode on establishing your ideal environment, getting the most out of this beautiful life and not just coming home and watching TV. Um, again, the theme of this podcast is through awareness, we create change. And that's what we do through these episodes. We'll highlight different topics, different conversations, You become more aware. We'll give some examples that you can then use to create that change. Where can they find you?
1: I'm at Alessandra Skutnik.
0: I'm at Josh Skutnik.
1: Everything else is linked in the show notes.